everybody. This is Afro America Times with your host, Darrell London. Thank you for joining me. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to go to Hyattsville, Maryland. I was invited by a colleague named Sean up to discuss the Justice Millette fallout. There were members of the African-American community, Latino community, people of color, uh, and gay members who wanted to have their voices heard about everything that was going on with Justice Millette. It was a really good time. They were really cool people and welcomed me into their space, you know, served me food and everything and everybody participated. There was about eight people who actually participated in the discussion. We had a fruitful discussion about Justice Millette. There were about eight people, like I said, they were Gino, Sean, Kevin, Asante, Tay, Robert, Zach, and Deshaun from all walks of life, from all different parts of the country. You know, Gino was from Ohio, Sean is from Alabama, Kevin is from Alabama, Asante is from Jamaica, Tay is from Alabama, a bunch of Alabama people. Robert, I don't know where Robert was from. Zach was from Mississippi, and Deshaun was from South Carolina. And Robert actually was from Puerto Rico. How could I forget? Robert was a Puerto Rican uh, who added a little uh, flavor to the discussion, and so you all will be able to hear what it is they had to say. All right, well, thank you all for joining me. Welcome to the African American Time podcast with your host, Darrell London. And I have a couple of questions I want to ask you all. The first, and we'll go from left to right. Uh, what was the uh, your initial response when the whole Justice Millett uh, scandal incident broke? I thought it was a grinder date gone bad because two o'clock in the morning out getting subway just didn't make sense. Okay. So this is Sean. So I gave him a benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm thinking like maybe someone noticed him and like, you know, here's this guy from the show, let's beat him up, I hate gays, whatnot, especially after I read that, you know, they said the mega and Trump, whatever. So <clears throat> I was on his side, you know, initially. That's my initial response. I think my initial response was just, yeah, I'm behind it because I don't, I wouldn't think that somebody of color is going to falsify a story or right. create a hoax. I was just behind you initially because so many details have come out. And so, yeah. Right. And that's, I that's, believed it. I was behind him. You believed him. You was behind him. That's, yeah. that's the sign tape. So my initial response was um, he potentially was uh, assaulted. Uh, I thought it was also a online kind of situation that went wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but standing by for all the details, right? So let's, let's see what actually happened. But also sympathetic to um, he is uh, <laughs> African American gay in America. Uh, no, come on. Oh, okay, no, no, no. So that that was my that was my initial response, right? Okay. So uh, sympathetic but skeptical. Okay. Trey. So uh, I didn't believe it. I was being sympathetic to the idea that potentially he was a victim, uh, but to me the whole situation read like a bad script that Lee Daniels wrote. Like it was like season one of Empire, like the finale. It was bad. It was all over the place. Uh, but I still wanted to be sympathetic to the idea that maybe he was assaulted, but the story he told was all over the place. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't hear for a noose 
in Chicago. Right, right. At two o'clock in the you morning. And you have the noose around your neck. Right. I just feel like we have a genetic code in us. Like anything tied around your neck, you're not going to keep it around. Right. Like, right. no, get that shit off. Right. <laughs> so, that Burberry. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so be sure to uh, you know state your name when you start talking, so that the audience can know who is saying what. This is Robert. Um, actually, I had talked to Sean about it. I was sympathetic, like I, I kind of felt bad, like you know what happened, but I was skeptical too. Um, there's a lot of like holes in the story, uh, things that didn't make too sense. Like it seems way too perfect. Black man, gay, MAGA hat, racist. Two in the morning. There was a lot of too like too perfect. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff that needed to be like still find out about it. I'm like, and then I said, I'm. It's not like I don't believe him, but I want to wait for more details to come out and unravel. And I, did, I had this discussion with Sean one morning over coffee, and you know, I know a lot of people was going backwards, back and forth, but like, no, we don't believe him. Other people were really on board with him, and I'm like. Uh, face uh, Facebook time where everybody was really you know feeling bad for him and saying all this and I'm like yeah but also when you see his picture and he's get beat up two in the morning he only had like a scratch like something if you get beat up you see in Chicago by hate you will be black eye you will be really like black and blue eyes you will be like really more than what he was and you know, there was too many um inconsistencies or, or uh, things that needed to be answered. Okay. And there's white people who, you know, wear Make America Great. And that's the shot they speak. And then, like, who hangs around at two in the morning? Who hangs around at two in the morning? in Chicago? The coldest. And remember, it was during the polar vortex. Right. It was really cold at So, So this is Sean. I just want to clear the room. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Room. So there's nothing wrong with being out at two in the morning, guys. Yeah, it's yeah, nothing. yeah absolutely. If, no. Shit, if I'm hungry, I'm leaving. So a lot of gays and a lot of people thought that he was making a lot of like, why is he out at two in the morning? Because he's a fucking man, he's grown, and he's hungry. So yes, I believe him for that, and I stuck by him until the evidence came. So I just want to clear the room. You can leave your house at three in the morning if you're hungry. But the thing is, I respect that. Yes, you can do that, but who is walking around at three o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning in the polar vortex with a Make America Great Again hat and a noose and bleach or or another thing to follow this girl? People who are determined. I'm from Alabama. I've seen it happen. If if you have racist people out there, they they plan and they scheme just like this dude planning to kill all these Democratic leaders. When you plan and when you set a date out, I don't give two shits what the weather is. You're gonna follow it, follow through with your plan. So if this shit was true, and they <laughs> they're gonna follow, and they they could have been anybody. We don't know. They yeah. just could have planned to yeah, do absolutely. something. Right. It would just so happen to be Jesse if it was true. Mm-hmm. You know. So right. we just have to be wary of all the accusations that we put out there about people. Yeah. Which leads us to the second question, and we'll start over here. After all the evidence uh, came out that was presented in the uh, Justice Smollett case, did it change your opinion? Absolutely. Well, this is the song. So in the beginning, in my ignorance and my big heart, I wanted to be like, okay, this is someone who needs our love and our support. But after the 
alleged evidence was out, I wasn't someone who was in support. So I completely changed my position based off of what became public information. What about you? Uh, hey y'all, this is Zach. Um, so initially I 100% believed him mainly because I'm from Mississippi. And so for a story like this to happen, I mean, the, it could absolutely be true. Um, just, and I, cause when it came out, I was just thinking about when I was in college and school and I would think about, you know, walking down fraternity road, which, you know, by the way, are nothing but white boys, privileged white men. Um, I mean, shit like that happened all the time, but no one ever talked about it or nor did it ever come to light. So when this came out, I was like, of course I was to believe him. And so even when the evidence came, I, I honestly, I still had hope that this was actually true. And then especially when everybody was like coming to support him, I was like, yo, that this could possibly it be it. Because to be honest, since 45 has been in office, crazy shit happens all the fucking time in America. Oh, yeah. 45 is a reference to the current president, President Donald Trump. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, so what I will say though, is that that's based on your experience, right? And I'm not trying to put too much personal information out there, but you are from the deep South. Your college is like one of the most proud Southern schools ever, as far as, especially for white men. So you are, that's like a very different demographic as far as someone who is in Chicago, but it's very black right. in a very progressive area, in a very metropolitan area. Like right. it's not, I get why you would believe it because of your experience, but it's mm -hmm. not the same. It's almost like if someone in DC is walking around and puts it, you'd be like, that usually would not happen. You would typically. Right, right. Not but, saying it can't. And what was this college? <laughs> college? Where did you go to college? And there you have it, folks. Part one of the focus group discussion regarding the Jesse Smollett situation. Be certain to support this podcast, tell a friend about us, and stay tuned for part two.